Hello, welcome back to Diplomas and Doubts. I'm Claire. And I'm Beatrice. And it's just us today. It sure is. Today, we are coming at you without a guest um, to celebrate it being a year since we graduated. The year anniversaries of our graduations are quickly approaching. I think mine's in two days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Beatrice's. I think, my, I think I graduated May 11th of last year so we're quickly approaching which blows my mind I know let's talk about this Beatrice do you feel like it's been a short year or a long year for you I guess a little bit of both I think I think this happens with everyone in every single situation in the moment it feels like time is going by so slowly you know but when you look back at the past few months and I guess year, I feel like it went by super fast. So um, I guess I feel more like it's been going by very, very quickly, I think. Um, I don't know. It blows my mind that, you know, it's been a year since graduation. I've been a full-time employee for like 10 months now. I don't know. It's crazy to think about. How about you? It's been a long year. (laughs) (laughs) Let's be honest. It's been a long year. Um, I have worked full time since 10 days after graduation, but I've had three different jobs. So I think that really stretches time out because I feel like, like it being a year since graduation means it's been a year since I started my summer temp job at the dealership. And that feels like a whole nother life. So I I have to say there's no part of me that feels like it's been a quick year. Mm. It just it's it's been a long year. Yeah. Yeah. I feel good about it though. Like I, I feel good about what I've accomplished in the past year and what I've done. And I would probably feel differently if I had not gotten this job after my internship and if I mm-hmm. was unemployed, like I thought I might be at one point. But since I have this job that I feel good about and that I feel like is a really good opportunity for me, I feel better about it. I feel like like I'm where I expected to have been a year out of graduation. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a good question. Do you, like, do you, did you expect to be at kind of like more or less at this point in your life a year after graduation or were you kind of thinking something different was going to happen? I, I would say that I would have expected to be in this kind of like full-time brand communications role, um, but I would not have expected it to be at the university, and mm-hmm. I would not have expected to be in a position where I can take graduate classes. So I am sort of planning on right now taking my first class in the fall, so I feel like a little bit more ahead in that aspect than I had expected to be. Um, I feel like I've said this before, but I really didn't expect to be taking graduate classes until I was much further down the road, closer to 30 probably. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's exciting that like I'll start that sort of process in the fall. So mm-hmm. I, I feel good about it. I feel good about what I've accomplished. and That's great. Yeah, That's like an amazing opportunity that you get to um, get your master's degree now. Yeah, I feel really grateful. What do you think, Beatrice? Are you where you had expected to be? I think a year ago I was expecting to be in television, which I am, so that's cool. But um, I definitely was not expecting to 
be in the exact position that I'm in right now. Um, TV commercial production is not my true calling. It's definitely not something that I want to do for the rest of my life. But um, I've talked about this on the podcast before. I think it's a good introduction for me um, into the TV, into local TV news um, and to the TV world in general. Um, so I guess yes and no. I was expecting to be in TV, but not in this exact position. But it's not going to be forever. I have to keep reminding myself that. Absolutely. And I think this trans- transitions as well into our next topic, which is just job updates. How's work going, Beatrice? You know, it's okay. Um, I think I've talked about this before. Um, I was given, uh, I want to say, like six months into my position, I was given this huge car dealership account. That's like one of the station's biggest um, clients, um, which is, I guess it's a big deal. It is a big deal. And um, I'm glad that my boss was like, trusted me enough um, to produce the commercials for this client. Um, But the producer that was on this client before me, I just saw her having a terrible, terrible time. So when my my boss came to me, I was like, hey, I'm going to give you this account for six months and then you guys will just switch off. I was excited, but at the same time, I was incredibly nervous because I just didn't know what I was getting myself into. But yeah, that's, I mean, like at this point now, I just feel like I'm their employee. I'm the employee of the car dealership as opposed to an employee of the station because, I mean, I'm making new commercials for this car dealership every single week and I have to go to their meetings every single week. And I get it. It's a big client. Like they have to have a lot of attention because they give so much money to the station. But it's just, again, it's not what I signed up for. So that's what's taking over my job right now. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, like I said, like the only the best way to describe it is that I feel like I'm an employee, their employee, as opposed right. to an employee of the station. Um, and you know, I'm casually, not super seriously, looking for other positions in San Diego and in Chicago. You know, um, I don't know. Again, it's casual. I'm not like so casual you know, updating my resume every two seconds and refreshing Indeed and Monster and all that kind of stuff. Because that was my life after graduation, you know, like every (laughs) morning I'd wake up, open my laptop, refresh Indeed, refresh Monster, refresh all this stuff. I hate it. (laughs) But, you know, every time like a position pops up that I think I would be, that I would actually enjoy and it's in a city that I want to live in, you know, I'll apply, and I won't get my hopes up, and I'll just kind of see what happens. Are you That's trying my to job escape update. the desert, Beatrice? Desert life is not for me. Understandable. <laughs> 110% understandable. How about you? Job updates. Oh, you know, it's going good. I'm a month in, and as previously stated, time is so slow, people. <laughs> There's so many hours in the day. There's so much to do in those hours. Every day has felt like a week recently. Um, I I will never understand time, Mm -hmm. but that's beside the point. I'm a month into this job. I still feel like I'm sort of adjusting. I 
I'm supposed to have a 35-hour work week, which sounds nice in theory, but mostly just means that I do 40 hours of work and get paid for 35, mm. which is fine. It's fine. I'm just adjusting to it is all. Um, yeah, and this is also just sort of a busy time of the year for the university because it's graduation season and, right. you know, we just had a lot of events to wrap up the year and a lot of students coming in and out of the office to check on their grades and graduation plans and all of that. So it's just been a busy few weeks in the office. Graduation is this weekend. Um, I'm going for friendship, not for work. So <laughs> I have a busy weekend ahead of me, but I'm optimistic that after this weekend, the office will be a little bit calmer. We don't have any events really lined up for a while and I can just get some of this stuff that's piling up done. But yeah, I think it's been good. I think that my mother will would testify to this that I don't always transition well so mm-hmm. I'm giving my time myself the time to transition but um I think it's it's going well it's going well I think it's a really good place for me to be nice are we ready to answer some of these questions Beatrice we have some sure. questions from some of our favorite listeners of course um this first question is very timely I just got that Facebook memory that I left Portland after my freshman year four years ago today I was so young, so pure, so optimistic. (laughs) And so our first question is, what would we tell our freshman selves? Hmm. You go first. Okay, I should have thought of an answer. (laughs) I haven't thought of an answer, so I want you to go first. (laughs) I would tell my freshman self, you know, I didn't have... (sighs) Okay, I can do this. I can do this. Go for it. If not, I think I came up with an answer if you want me to go first. Okay, yeah, you go first. Okay, great. Um, so my freshman year was not the best. Um, I think part of that was because I did not put myself out there. Um, I didn't. I wasn't involved. Um, I just thought I was going to have a horrible college experience after my freshman year. Mm. Um So I think I would just tell myself to live a little, you know, and to just not, like, lock myself in my room on Friday and Saturday nights and just watch TV, you know? I don't know. Just be more outgoing, I guess, even though, like, that's not who I am usually, especially when I was was so uncomfortable freshman year in a new city, in a new school, and I didn't really know anyone. Just, like, I I wish I'd put myself out there a little bit more, you know, just experience college more yeah that makes sense yeah I think for me you know like I said four years ago today I was leaving Portland for the summer Mm -hmm. and I remember my parents and my brother they all came up and they helped me pack my room really quickly and we hung out in the city for a few days and then we were flying home and I, I I've always been worried that I would not be able to make a life for myself in Portland And I think we'll talk about this a little bit later, too. But I think I would tell myself, like, it's okay that I'm going home for a few months and that there's still time to make a life for myself and, like, make a life for myself in Portland. And going home for the summer is will not be as bad as I expected. It was a lie. That would be a lie because I think going (laughs) home that summer was as bad as I expected. But I would tell myself it wasn't going to be as bad as I expected. <laughs> yeah. The summers are long in Southern California, y'all. It's a long, it's a long summer. 
<laughs> Did you do anything in between your freshman and sophomore year? Like I babysat, and actually, babysat. I loved babysitting. Um, I love getting paid cash and not paying taxes. And I babysat for a few really good families and made some decent money. But it was definitely a long, hot summer. And I definitely had a very mean boy ruining my life. But other than mm. that, the babysitting was lovely. That's cool. Yeah. What did you do that summer? Girl, that was a rough summer. Yeah, it's a rough summer, y'all. It's, summer it was a rough, rough summer. Um... First of all, my mom, like, I know my mom is listening. Sorry, I'm calling you out. But my mom was really wanting me to get an internship and, like, oh. like, like a communications internship, like, in my field, field of study. Hmm. Who gets an internship after their freshman year of college? No, no one. one. You're not going to get an internship after your freshman year. So that was not ideal. But then I got a job as... A private swim instructor. Oh my gosh! Swimming okay. Um, first of all, you should know that I got this job on Craigslist. <gasps> oh no! Yeah. I'm scared. I'm scared. <laughs> I don't like this. Yeah, it was really bad. I got the job off Craigslist. It was this company that like hired instructors, swim instructors, and they would send them to these different people's houses who had pools. And then mm -hmm. you would teach their kids how to swim. One time I had an adult, had to teach an adult woman how to swim. Wait, this is wild because when I was babysitting that summer, I yeah. had a family that would have a swim instructor come over. Oh, really? To the pool, yeah. Wait, um, so what was that like? What was that pay like? It was terrible. It <gasps> oh was really bad because um, I would have to like – um, log the miles on a, like an Excel spreadsheet and that send it to them. Like I never met my employer in real life. You know, we had a, um, a Skype interview and they were like, do you know how to swim? And I was like, yeah. And then they're like, do you, <laughs> do you, have you worked with kids before? I was like, ah, yeah, I guess. And they're like, okay, you got the job. And I was like, okay, great. And then they sent me, like, instructional videos on how to teach kids how to swim and, like, the different levels and what you should be teaching them at different levels. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, so I watched that. And honestly, I had no idea what I was doing. Like, I, for some of the kids, I saw a little bit of improvement. But for some of them, I saw no improvement at all. And I felt so bad for the parents. Like, you wasted all this money and I have no idea what I'm doing. Um, so yeah, that happened. And then I'm going to call them out. I don't even remember what the company name is or anything, but when they sent me my first paycheck, it said Beatrice Garcia. No, I'm not kidding. Like my they last, just, like, guess <laughs> even what? Were they just guessing? Garcia. Oh, I, I was that. pissed to say the least. I was so mad. And the pay was terrible. I remember it was so bad. It was such a waste of my time. It was such a waste of gas money. Like, it was it oh, was yikes. such a terrible experience. That was my summer in between freshman and sophomore year. It was so bad. Good thing, though, I did get a great tan that summer. Iconic. <laughs> <laughs> Happy ending. <laughs> that was the only positive outcome that I had. Wow. Yeah. I had no idea all that happened. That's a wild story. It was really terrible. I hated it a lot. 
So yeah, that no, was my summer. We were between. both working with kids that summer. Days. Now I would never work with kids. I don't know. No. Nope. Nope. No Let's thanks. move right along. Great. <laughs> so our next question is, how is it different to be working and away from your family rather than going to school and being away? So I'll let you answer mm. this, Beatrice, because you're in a different situation where when you were going to school, you were much further from your family than you are now. So right. what's that difference for you? Well, when I went to school in Chicago, I would only go home for the summer and for winter break. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't go home for Easter, for spring break, for Thanksgiving, nothing. Um, so that was kind of, um, I don't know. See, it's really different because in Chicago, especially towards the end of my college career, like I was a lot more comfortable in the city um, mm-hmm. and I had friends there um, and I would work on campus during that time. So I would interact with people that I enjoyed. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so towards the end, it really wasn't that bad because I had situated myself like I was I was good. I was you were happy to be in Chicago. Right. Like it didn't even matter if I was by myself, like as long as I was in the city that I really enjoy being in. And working and stuff and keeping myself busy, like, that was fine. Um, But now it's different because even though I am in a city that's closer to San Diego and I can travel um, more often because it's way cheaper, um, it's different because I don't really have friends here or, like, people that I enjoy spending time with, you know, like... My coworkers are cool. Like, you know, at work we'll joke around and talk to each other and stuff. But I feel like sometimes you need to balance, like a balance between work friends and not work friends, yeah, you know? So like on the weekends, I don't, like I'll hang out with them. I'll go to the movies or something, but I'd prefer to just hang out with people my age. You know what I mean? I don't want to like offend yeah. them, but um, it's weird because, you know, first of all, I don't really love this city and I don't have friends my age or family or anything here so it's even though I am closer to home physically I it feels it's just a totally different feeling I don't know I don't know how to explain it but I I understand it's a difficult question to answer I'm obviously in the same place as I was when I was going to school geographically Mm -hmm. Um, when I was going to school, I still didn't go home that often. I went home the first two summers and I would go home for winter breaks. And then we had a week off for fall break and a week off for spring break. And so I would sort of switch off as to whether or not I went home for each of them. But also my parents came up a lot more like for those breaks. Um, and now it's just like, you don't have the time to do that. Mm-hmm. So I've been lucky since I've been – I've had three positions that in between my temp job and my internship, I got to go home for a week. Mm-hmm. And then when I was interning at Daimler, the office shut down for a week for Christmas, so I got to go home then. And then I haven't been home since December. Now it's May. Um, I did see my parents and my brother in March because my brother had leave, so we all met up in Seattle And that was really fun, but I won't go home until June. I'll go home for a weekend. And I don't know, I have sort of a weird situation where 
I'm not that far from home, but just where I am over there in the desert, where my parents are over there in the desert, is not the most convenient thing to fly to. Mm-hmm. So I know I was texting you about this the other day, but I used to be able to get a direct flight from Portland to Ontario Airport like two or three times a day, like no problem. And that's not really the case anymore. So instead of flying into Ontario, that's 10 miles from home, I need to fly into Burbank, which is 50 miles from home and takes my parents up to an hour to get to. And so that really goes from like me flying home for two hours to get home to me flying home for two hours and driving an hour home, you know? And I'm exaggerating. It can be 40 minutes without traffic, but let's round it up to an hour, y'all. Sure. And so I don't know. That's sort of something I'm dealing with right now because I always had the security of knowing that if something happened in Portland or something was happening at home, I could get a direct flight easily, like without a problem, and be home in two hours. But now I'm sort of adjusting to that not being the case which has nothing to do with me not being in school anymore, but that's just sort of an odd feeling for me. And so, you know, even when I do fly home for the weekends, like I get in Friday at 9 p.m. and I leave Sunday at 7 Mm p.m. So you know what I mean? It's like even though you can go home, sometimes the cost of going home is not worth the 48 hours. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. It's definitely different. I've been grateful that I have been able to go home for a period of a week twice since graduation, but I don't know. It is just different because I remember, um, I think it was junior year. I, I saw my family in Atlanta because my brother was commissioning as a second Lieutenant. Mm. So I saw all of them and I didn't know it was going to make me homesick to see them in Atlanta And then I flew back to Portland and I like called my mom a few days later and I was like, mom, I feel like I need to come home. And Mm -hmm. so she let me come home for spring break. She flew me home. And so I, I think I missed that security Mm -hmm. knowing that there would be a week where I could go home if I wanted to go home. Like now I don't have that, you know? Yeah. Like for me in college, my parents, The only time my parents went to Chicago was when they dropped me off freshman year Mm -hmm. and then for my graduation. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that was also really tough because I would see like, you know, my roommate, obviously everyone is way closer, you know, in Chicago, mostly the people in my school, for the most part, they'd be from Illinois, Wisconsin, Ohio, Indiana, like it's just those surrounding Mm -hmm. states. So it was way easier for their families to go visit them. But I would always see um, siblings or parents visiting my friends. And I'd be like, I want to show them around. I want to, like, have a quick little weekend with them and, like, hang out, yeah. you know. But, yeah, I don't know. Being away from family is tough. It is tough. And I have a really bad habit where if people ask me about it, I, I sort of make a joke. And I'm like, no, I don't go home. and like I kind of mean it as a joke but like I don't think people think it's as funny as I think it is to say that yeah but I don't know it's just like a defense mechanism of like I don't know of me not wanting to talk about the fact that like I miss everything my family's doing all the time you know I sort of hold on hope to maybe as I accumulate vacation time in this position it will be easier for me to fly home, but, like, who knows? But yeah. I don't know. The important thing is that I'm going home for a weekend for my birthday. Ooh. Mom, thank you for buying the ticket. I'm very excited. I can't wait to hang out with you. Yay. 
I'm excited to go home in June. That'll be really nice. Okay, this next question, honestly, I don't even know how to answer this. On a scale from 1 to 10, how good at adulting are you? How do we define adulting here? Nervous laughter, I don't know how to define adulting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I would define adulting as successfully living day-to-day with a full-time job, um, meal prepping, keeping your apartment clean or your home clean, doing laundry regularly, getting groceries regularly. What else? I failed. I just failed that (laughs) test you gave me. (laughs) I would say... On a, if it was a scale of 1 to 10, um, I would give myself maybe a 6. I need easier criteria than this. <laughs> Let's say this, you guys. Should we lower the standards? Yeah, I make it to work. <laughs> <laughs> I make it to work five days a week, and for the most part, I eat three meals a day. Okay, so how would you define adulting? Like That's at how a I 10. define adulting. Making it to work and eating a couple of real meals a day. And I'm doing great. (laughs) So what grade would you give yourself? If we're using my criteria? Yeah. Like an eight. An eight? Yeah, but if we're using your criteria, I've got like a two and a half. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What do you think you succeed in when it comes to adulting? Anything? Okay, dragging. Um... (laughs) Listen, I make it to work. I do a good job working. It's like the rest of it. Right. Like, is my bed made? No. My fitted sheet comes off my bed every single night. I put it back on my bed every (laughs) single night. I wake up the morning. It's completely off. We're talking about the fitted sheet. Like, what's wrong with me? Why can't I keep a fitted sheet on my bed? I don't know. I don't have my social security number memorized. I'm never going to have it memorized. You need to have that memorized. Why? Why does anyone need my social security number? That's so offensive. You just have to know it just in case. Beatrice, my identity is going to be stolen. (laughs) And I can't wait. I can't wait. Hopefully they'll have my social security number memorized because I don't know it. (laughs) Well, I have my social security number memorized. Iconic. I meal prep vegan meals. Every Sunday afternoon. It makes me sick. (laughs) I go grocery shopping first thing in the morning Sundays before the grocery store gets busy because I hate it when it gets busy. I do laundry once a week. Wow. I recently purchased a drying rack so that I didn't have to use as much energy um, using a drying machine. Dry, you know, dryer. Dryer. (laughs) That's the word. Um... What else? I don't make my bed. Who makes their bed anymore? No, I have to make my bed because I tear it apart at night. Yeah. Wow. Well, I don't make my bed. Um, Sometimes I leave dirty dishes in the sink. But you live by yourself. Yeah, I guess. So you're allowed to do that. I hate it when it piles up. Those are the things I do successfully when it comes to adulting. I meal prep, grocery shop, laundry. That's it. You inspire me, Beatrice. I, I don't have an impressive answer to this question, everybody. Let's move right along. Um, let's talk about some of our adulting milestones. Since I've gotten this new job, I've had a couple. Um, 
I was very happy when I texted my family group chat about it and my dad replied, we're proud of you, Claire. Wow, that's my favorite. Anytime my dad tells me he's proud of me, Aww. huge milestone. Um, he does it all the time, but it never loses meaning, to be clear. Um, <laughs> another milestone I've had is I got business cards. That was so exciting. Honestly, they ordered them right away. I had them like my second week at work. But I got to send them in a thank you card. I sent two of them in a thank you card to my parents. said, like, thanks for enabling me to be successful. Amazing. And my mom really loved that. And then my latest milestone is that I now have my own – I now have my own health and dental insurance. Woo! I'm paying for it myself. It's mine. It's in my name. It belongs to me. My dad is very happy about that. Again, he told me he's proud of me. <laughs> and yesterday in the mail, I got this um, booklet. I'm showing Beatrice right now. Hmm. Retirement plan information. Oh, nice. I didn't read it. Okay. The first page says, Dear Claire, you've been automatically enrolled in the retirement plan of the University of Portland. So that sounds promising. I'm not sure I'm going to read that, but mm-hmm. I appreciate receiving the information. Okay. Those are great milestones. What about milestones. you, Beatrice? Honestly... I had to think about this for a while. I guess one milestone, um, I've never really done this. I'm not a great gift giver. Sure. Ever. But now that I have a steady income, I'm able to afford, you know, better gifts for the people that I love. Mm -hmm. For example, I got my mom a Fitbit for Christmas. So nice. Has she used it? No. But I got it for her. I think she wants a new strap because the strap that it comes with is very tough to put on or something. You know? I have no comment. I okay. love my Fitbit. <laughs> I have no problem with it. I don't know what to say to your mom. <laughs> well, mom, if you're going to use it with the new strap, we'll gladly buy you a new strap for Mother's Day, which is coming up. If not, oh my gosh, what am I I'd be more than happy if you gave it to Gabe, my brother, who's actually graduating from high school in a month iconic Gabe congratulations come on the Woo, podcast. he's going to American University everyone in Washington wow. DC congrats um another milestone um I can't say the same about health insurance because I'm still on my mom's health insurance mm-hmm. um I have a car payment wow every that's month scary it's terrifying um I guess I learned how to cook air quotes around cook you do well with the cooking. Yeah, I do okay. You know, some meal preps here and there. I follow a lot of, like, BuzzFeed videos, some tasty oh, videos. Wow. Um, I have, I purchased spices oh, for when God. I cook, you know. Um, my milestones are very dull. They're important, though. <laughs> when they, they add up. So dumb. Our next question was to talk about work and life balance. Okay, I have almost nothing insightful to say. <laughs> Me neither, because I don't have, literally on the weekends, I've told you this before, but whenever I go back to work on Mondays, people ask, how was your weekend? And I say, oh, it was great. I literally didn't do anything. I sat on my couch and watched TV all weekend. And then every single time, my, the answer that I get in response to that is, you know what? It's really nice to do that every once in a while. And I'm like, every once in a while? I do that every weekend. (laughs) 
Yeah, we have so, talked about this before. Yeah, and, that's my balance, I guess. I don't. It's not really a balance. I mean, I for two straight days, Saturday and Sunday, my butt is on my couch watching movies, watching TV, um, and then I go to work for from Monday to Friday. Yeah, honestly, I have nothing insightful to add. What do I do on the weekends? I see movies. I journal sometimes. Mm-hmm. I drink too much coffee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think once again, relate. not an impressive answer from Claire about this question. Yeah, work-life balance. Life balance, like, is that just like personal life, just literally anything outside of work? I think so. What's your personal life like? Again, I watch TV. Maybe every once in a while I'll go on a date. That just results in one date. Yikes. Maybe I'll go shopping at Goodwill, go to the movies. I use my movie pass. Not sponsored by Movie Pass. Would love to be sponsored by Movie Pass. <laughs> That's it. Um, my personal life is failing. I'm back on Tinder and Bumble and <laughs> I absolutely wish I was not. Mm -hmm. It's really just a terrible place. And everybody on there is terrible. And it makes me feel terrible. Mm -hmm. And I cannot wait to delete my accounts literally any minute now. It's a fun experience, I guess. I never get anything out of Bumble or Tinder or Hinge or anything. I don't take it seriously, honestly. I don't don't either. How can you take it seriously? The quality of... Males, not great. Mm-mm. No, not great. This just got really dark. I'm so sorry I brought up <laughs> dating apps. They're truly one of the evilest things in this world. Yeah, I don't okay. really know a good way to answer this work-life balance question. I don't know. Let's continue. Let's, yeah, let's let's reach out to our viewers. Viewers, if you have advice for having a work-life balance, tweet us. At or, Diplomas Doubts. At Diplomas Doubts, tweet us. Okay, our next question is if we've developed any new hobbies since graduation. This. This. This podcast, y'all. We are seriously podcasting these days. Mm -hmm. That's our new hobby, and the best part is we get to do it together. Yeah. And one of our last questions, we only have a couple left now, our biggest fears of adulting. I guess my biggest fears of adulting uh, when I was graduating, when I was about to graduate, was if, you know, what my salary was going to be, if I was going to be able to afford all these different things, bills, groceries, uh, rent, all that kind of stuff. Um, Also, making friends as an adult was a big fear of mine. It still is because I'm clearly alone out here and it's been (laughs) 10 months. (laughs) Honestly, if there are any, like, soon-to-be grads that are worried about making friends as an adult, I know that was a huge fear of mine before graduating. Um, yeah. The struggle is real. Making friends as an adult is very weird. Because, like, how are you supposed to meet people? I haven't. I haven't met anyone new. Like, I don't know the answer to that, clearly. I don't know. Anyway, those are my fears. Fears that I have right now are probably not knowing what my future positions, my job positions are going to be and where I'm going to be in the future, if I'm going to like my job. 
if mm-hmm. this position that I have now is truly, you know, a good introduction to my career. I keep telling myself that it is, but like, is it really? I don't know. I don't know. I don't have the answers to these questions, but it, these are all fears of mine that I have. How about you? My fears, the saddest part of this answer is that my mom's the one that asked this question and that my fear is having to move home. I just like, I don't know. I've been so focused on making a life for myself in Portland and I think I'm doing it. Obviously I'm doing it. I'm still here five years later, but the idea of like not being able to do it, like, Mm -hmm. you know, when I was looking for jobs as my internship was ending and I was like, but what if I have to pack up and move home? And I don't want to have to do that. Is that have to move back home? Yeah. I just feel like I got so lucky to escape the desert and leave Southern California, leave Upland for college, and I don't want to go back. Mm-hmm. I really love my parents. Um, I would, if my parents were anywhere but Upland, I'm sure I would love to be with them. But there's just the job opportunities for me in Upland would not be ideal. Um, I mean, obviously, like if I was working for the city or the county or something, but Mm -hmm. I just I don't know. It's just a whole different world than Portland. And I'm really happy to be in Portland. Mm -hmm. And, you know, my parents financially supported me through college. And I I was so clear that I wanted to make a life for myself in Portland. So I feel like if I leave Portland, like if I can't support myself here, Mm -hmm. then going home is essentially saying like, oh, you spent all that money for me to make a life in Portland. And like, I couldn't do that, which Mm. is not true. I don't think my parents would look at it that way, but Mm -hmm. that's how I would feel about it. And also I just really love being in Portland and I really love growing up and being independent and taking care of myself the best I can. Mm -hmm. So yeah, one of my fears is, like, having to admit that I can't do that anymore and, like, moving home. Mm-hmm. But that is not going to happen, you guys. will not let that happen. Um, other fears of adulting. I had a lot of anxiety when I was getting a car for graduation, which sounds dumb because I was very grateful that my parents were buying me a car for graduation. But I'd never really owned a car. Like, I'd never really even driven frequently. And it just seemed like such a big responsibility that they were going to leave me with this brand new car. So far, it's been okay. I do have to get my oil changed and my tires rotated this month. Is anyone in Portland willing to help me? Because I don't want to do that alone. But yeah, I'm dealing with the car. I'm living in Portland. So far, I'm doing great. Those are my two biggest fears is that I'm going to like ruin my car. Mm-hmm. I don't know how, but that's a big fear is that I'll ruin my car and that I'll have to move home. Those are my two fears. Gotcha. Fun times. Those were a little bit too real. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> um, thank you guys for sending in those questions. We really appreciated it. Um, hopefully we had some decent answers. Hopefully we didn't embarrass ourselves too much. <laughs> um, we just want to talk about a couple things before we wrap up here. So first, um, anybody who knows us knows that Beatrice and I both see a lot of movies. Maybe too many. Nope, that's not possible. No, that's not possible. It's not possible, I know. I said it and I was like, that's impossible. Yeah. So we wanted to talk about some movies we're excited about. Um, I haven't seen a movie in 
almost a month, three weeks maybe. The last movie I saw was Chappaquiddick. It was pretty good. It was better than I thought it was going to be. We love the Kennedys in my family, so I enjoyed it. What was the last movie you saw or watched, Beatrice? The last movie that I watched, oh, I think I watched it last week. Um, It wasn't in theaters. I watched it here at home, but I watched Frances Ha. Um, I don't know who directed it, but um, Queen... Greta Gerwig Queen is Greta the star Gerwig. of that movie. Um, if you are a recent grad, just like us, I think you would very much enjoy this movie. It's about Greta Gerwig, her character, um, trying to figure out, you know, her adulting life. You know, she's like a recent grad, just like us. She's trying to find a steady job. She doesn't know where she's living. She's going from apartment to apartment. Um just struggling financially, socially, um, everything. It's a great movie. I I need to watch it. It's a great movie. I really enjoyed it. It's very relatable. Um, and, of course, like I said, Queen Greta Gerwig is in it, so she's fantastic. There's a couple of movies that just came out or are coming out soon that I'm really excited about. I'm really excited about Tolly. Mm-hmm. That's the movie about motherhood. I haven't read that much about it, but I think it's going to be good, so I'm excited to see it. Mm-hmm. And then the RBG movie. What is it actually called? It's called R- R- RBG. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm excited. That just came to Portland, so hopefully I'll see it next weekend. And then I'm also very excited about Disobedience. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Everyone go out, support your local movie theaters. Go watch Tweet more us. movies. And also, don't be movies. afraid to go to the movies by yourself because going to the oh, movies yeah. alone is great. You can pick where you want to sit. You don't have to deal with people asking you questions or talking during the movie and interrupting. Um, I love going to the movies by myself. Um, it's like one of the it's the few moments in my week where I find true happiness. I love going to the movies by myself, too. Just one of my absolute favorite things to do. Um, So I have a couple of really big life updates for you guys. I talked about these things in previous episodes, and you guys showed such concern and tenderness for me. So my first update is about my seasonal allergies. You guys, it was a tough (laughs) about week and a half, but I can breathe now. I'm doing better. I'm still congested at night, but during the day, I'm doing well. So thank you, everyone, for your well wishes. My second update is about my auto insurance policy. And wow, I don't like auto insurance. (laughs) Um, No, auto insurance is like my one of my biggest um, bills is my auto insurance. So I pay it six months at a time. And in a previous episode, I was complaining about Liberty Mutual completely scamming me, which they did for an entire year. Um, So I was able to switch over to Progressive. I almost could not because Progressive was like, you need to prove where you live. And I was like, unfortunately, I cannot do that because I just cannot. There were a variety of ways to prove where I live. And unfortunately, I could not follow through on any of them. Um, but then somehow I, I was able to scam progressive and go around that 
So that was nice. So now instead of paying the almost $1,800 Liberty Mutual was going to charge me for six months, I paid Progressive $805. It was honestly my pleasure, a complete joy. And I called this morning and told Liberty Mutual, do not auto renew my policy. I am out of here. And the lady on the phone said she canceled my policy, but I don't trust Liberty Mutual. So I just keep checking my banking app. I'm like, you better not take $1,800 out of my account right now. I'm going to be so mad. So I think I'm all set for six months with Progressive. Nice. Yeah, thank goodness. What a situation. Was really worked up about that for a while there. All right, Beatrice, close us out. Who's our sponsor this week? This week, our sponsor um, is something very near and dear to my heart. Our sponsor is uh, watching The Office again instead of finding something new to watch. Um, Now, I picked The Office because I think that's something that most people will re-watch. Absolutely, On a binge spree, if you will. Um, But personally, um, my binge sitcom of choice is Will and Grace. Yeah, you always (laughs) Snapchat me that you're watching Will and Grace. I constantly watch Will and Grace. I constantly re-watch it. It is just like, it's an iconic sitcom with fantastic characters with great storylines. It never fails to make me um, laugh. Like, I just, I can't, I always laugh out loud watching it. You know, and I'm gonna, this might be an unpopular opinion, folks, but I would much rather watch Will and Grace over Friends any day. Oh, well, yeah, Friends sucks. I haven't even seen Will and Grace, (laughs) and I'd rather watch Will and Grace over Friends. Fuck Friends. I think Friends is, you know, it's, sometimes it's very overrated. Friends is literally just a laugh track. Yeah. I've said this before and I'll say it again. It's just a laugh track. Yeah, I mean, and I've watched Friends from beginning to end before. So Me too. I understand where you people are coming from, but sometimes I really just do not laugh at some of the jokes that they make. Um, but Will and Grace is a totally different story. Every character makes me laugh. The episodes are just fantastically written. Um, I'm not really talking about the newly, the new seasons that just started, the new season oh. that started this past year. It's you still like great, but I prefer the original stuff. Oh, wow. It's still great, though. Let us know what, um, what shows you tend to rewatch instead of starting a new show. What do you rewatch there? Um, I rewatched The Office. Okay. And I think that's it. That's it? That's a good one, though. The Office never gets old. Yeah. It's a classic. Yeah. And with that, thank you guys for tuning in to this episode of Diplomas and Doubts. It was a pleasure for it to just be Beatrice and I today. Um, But we will be back soon with our regularly scheduled content. We appreciate you tuning in. We believe in you. We think you're doing great. We're your biggest fans. Have a good week. Thanks, guys. Bye.